0: In Joshua chapter 18, Joshua has assembled the seven tribes of Israel that haven't yet received their allotment of the promised land and he's about to cast lots to decide which piece of land is going to belong to which remaining tribe. And so they've surveyed all the land, they looked at it, they know what they were looking at, and the first piece of land comes up. Joshua gets ready, he casts lots, and it goes to Benjamin! And everyone from Benjamin gets really, really excited and really, really happy, probably. (laughs) I don't know. But you remember Benjamin, the actual Benjamin, was one of the two favorite sons of his dad, Jacob. Those are the two favorites because they were born from his preferred wife. Long backstory there. We don't have the time to go into it now, but but Benjamin was one of the favorites. And because he was one of the favorites, because Jacob had already, in his mind, lost Joseph, his son, his other favorite son, he was hyper-protective of Benjamin. When the other brothers went to Egypt to get grain during the famine, we're their brother Joseph was, although they didn't know it at the time. Um, Jacob did not allow Benjamin to go along because he thought something really bad would happen to him or he was afraid that if something did happen to him, his heart wouldn't be able to take it after having already lost his other favorite son. And then after Joseph realized that these were his brothers, before he revealed himself, he wanted to see his brother Benjamin. And so he demanded that Benjamin come along, that they go back to their dad and say, Benjamin has to come along, uh, otherwise we're not gonna get any grain. And so he reluctantly let him go, eventually. And then Joseph kept Benjamin back and, and his dad was so heartbroken and, and, fi- and finally, finally Joseph revealed himself and he embraced his brother, Benjamin. And his dad eventually came and embraced his lost son, Joseph, but, but Benjamin was seen as vulnerable. His father wanted to protect him. And so it's interesting as we go through Benjamin's allotment, the inheritance that they get. So it shows the markers, uh, describes the markers, like the, the boundaries, where it was. And then it lists a bunch of cities that are included in the allotment that Benjamin would get. And one of the cities was Jericho. And you might remember what happened at Jericho. The Israelites were about as vulnerable as vulnerable could be. Jericho was a massive city with massive walls. There was no way that the Israelites were going to be able to get through that. They were weak. They didn't have battering rams. They didn't have the equipment. They they just didn't, they didn't have it. And the battle plan for going against Jericho was to march around the city one time a day for six days. And then on the seventh day, silently march around the city seven times. And after they finish on the seventh time, let out a shout and then the walls will come tumbling down. And that's what they did. A weak, vulnerable army. That day was strong. Not because they were so strong. Not because their weapons were so great. But because their God was with them. And he was strong enough for them. Friends, the same is true about you. Boy, our weakness shows up in so many different ways. Shows up in relationships, spouses, with children, with parents, with neighbors, co coworkers. Shows up sometimes when you're by yourself. Your inability to handle things, your inability to hold your tongue, your inability to hold your temper, your inability to do or say the right thing. Sometimes we actually hurt the people we love. And we feel so fragile and so breakable. And God knows this about us. Remember the Apostle Paul wrote this, he says, he said, we hold this treasure of the gospel. You know, the good news of God's love for us and Jesus, we hold this treasure in these jars of clay. And jars of clay are not strong, they, they crack. They're weak, they're vulnerable. One." on the wrong move or a slip of something, and, and they'll shatter. And I bet you felt like that sometimes. But Paul's point there wasn't to point out our weakness. He was to point out that God is with us. That God knows our vulnerability. He knows our weakness. And he takes full responsibility for holding us together. We have this treasure in jars of clay to show that this all-surpassing power of the gospel is not from us, but from God. From God. You are strong today. Not because you have to feel strong, not because you have to be strong, but because your God is strong, strong in his love for you strong in his ability to do all things, strong in his desire to stay right by your side, which is where he is right now. You are not weak today. You are held together by God. You are strong in Christ, and he will not fail to be strong for you. Rest well tonight, my friends.